Hello, and welcome to the 174th episode of the Cue It Up podcast, the only podcast that comes with a money-back guarantee. I am your host, Jared. To my left is... Mikey. Nick. Eric. And we are the Cue It Up podcast. Guys, today on the show, we're going to be giving a brief rundown of what we've been watching this week. I think from the prior conversations before we started recording, that might be a little light on this week. Uh, after that, we're going to get into a spoiler-filled review of the 80s movie Trading Places. So if you've not seen Trading Places, come back after uh, after the jump. Let's talk about things that we've been watching. Mikey, start us off. Oh, uh, well, first of all, I just wanted to say, is there a draft in here? Because it's getting awfully warm. Uh-oh. Hold on, let me get my shirt. Oh, all right, cool. Got everything good here? What a weirdo. You know this is not a visual yeah. medium. Mikey. Mikey's got a Netflix net, net flexing net shirt. It's got a arm flexing with a remote. An and Apple TV a, remote. Oh, Apple nice. And he's, it, it looks it's like there's a lot of muscles. my arm, believe it or not. I've been working out. Oh, okay. Really, so. And, and just for context, uh, Mikey apparently spent money on a Netflix-related shirt, but doesn't pay money for Netflix. That's true. So That's true. Just, <laughs> well, the shirt was cheaper than Netflix, so fair it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be Netflix-ing. fair... Netflix what has a, a specific <laughs> target audience. When I saw it, I was like, I'm going to take off the shirt dramatically and everything and just have to, I had to do it. Visual gags for a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Made All sense. Right. It's awesome. To, to be fair, mm-hmm. Netflix has a specific uh, target audience where, you know, not everybody's going to want to subscribe to a service like that. You'd think someone who does a podcast about uh-huh. Netflix might be part of that target audience, but apparently Netflix has to get Mikey their. Can. It's the their algorithms, you know. They got to fix the algorithm. Netflix. He doesn't have internet, so that's true. Yeah. That's true. Mikey is. I mean, I off have a subscription. Technically, I'm. I just can't use it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? Mikey, right. Mikey's off the grid. It, at least when he is takes it, his. Is Apple it because watch you off. can't find the net, the internet button on your computer? Or? Might be part of it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. What, what do you do when the thing says press any key? Do you look for the any key? I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. I like that one. Certain things. I thought right. for sure that was going to be a Trailer Park Boys shirt when that shirt was coming That's off. That's why I Would have been a lot too. cooler. Yeah. Would have been a lot cooler. All right, Mikey, what did you watch this week? Anything? Uh, well, I did. Uh, I uh, I watched a classic. Okay. A classic that, well, I don't know. I know Jared loves it. Yeah. Wild Boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love me some Wild Boys. Come on. Anybody What's else? Wild Boys? Wild That's Boys the, Chris Pontius yeah, and Steve-O go around and jackass. Oh, okay. It's like a nature show with the jackass guys. A couple of them. Good. Yeah. Chris Pontius is... I think I did see that. A truly a brilliant mind. Yeah. Was. Was, yeah. What? Is, what? He, no, is what? he dead? He died years back. Oh, no, that's Ryan Dunn. Okay, Didn't Pontius, Pontius is still alive. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Isn't he? Maybe it was just their careers. He was the only reason, because I have no desire to watch <laughs> nature shows, which they did try to be like... They tried to... Well, make it here's somewhat the legit sometimes. The yes, it was like it was like if a legit nature show mm-hmm. was invaded by idiots. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty much what it was. But yeah. that's the thing, Chris Pontius always struck even before that show. Like when okay, I first so started well. watching Jackass, he always struck me as that dude's on another level than those guys. You know what's funny though, Mike said I, I knew I knew I wasn't confusing him with Ryan Dunn. Oh, I, I thought Pontius also died. Mm-hmm. I watched that in college. Yeah, yeah no, I, old I, I, show. Oh, I used yeah. to watch Wild uh, Wild Boys. Mm-hmm. I've seen, dude. I've got. It, I think every season of it. I just put it in. It's for like the, the one where they were like always like letting alligators bite their butts and yep. stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, legit nature show. Yeah. Exactly. Do like, oh, here's, a, here's an animal. Let's see what happens if uh, it bites my yeah. butt cheek. Here's an animal that could kill us. Let's get in a Speedo and run in front of it and yeah. go, oh. They, oh, yeah, that was another thing. They dressed up like zebras and went around a pack of uh, lions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I love that show. It I was it. it was brilliant. It, yeah. it was one of those shows I never watched on my own, but whenever Mikey wanted to watch it, I was willing to, oh, I was yeah. willing to do that. It's so great. Uh, other than that, I watched uh, Countdown to Liquor Day. Uh, you know. <sighs> Park Boys. Yeah, how'd you know? See, I didn't even say it this time. Jared I didn't did have a like clue. That. See, well, we just know. What is, is that a stand-up comedy special? Or no, is it? it's a, the second movie they made. What is Liquor Day? Or, well, not the exactly. second movie, but... Huh? Never mind. I don't really care. I don't know. But Again, I'm just playing the long game here and hope that Mikey, even if he will never admit it, regrets this choice of watching this every week. No, no, no. I have to. I don't even have internet, so I've got, I had to go buy the DVD, you know. Oh, my gosh. Just to make sure that I had something to say till one of these days Incredible. I get internet again. Incredible. But I'm keeping this going. Nick, what about you, sir? Watch almost nothing. I watched a couple stu- uh, Studio Ghibli films. Mm-hmm. Well, no- actually, one of them turned out not to be a Studio Ghibli film. It's called The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. I like the title. Yeah, me too. I thought it would be really, and it was really interesting, actually. All, up until the end, uh, I couldn't figure it out. Um, that happens sometimes when you go down that road. Yeah, and then I like looked it up on the internet. To try to figure out what happened because there was stuff, and I'm not going to get into it, but there mm-hmm. was stuff that I was just like, it doesn't make sense, and it still doesn't make sense. Yep. Basically, people are on the internet were like, stop trying to make sense of it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Okay, mm-hmm. so whatever. Anyway, um, and then I watched a movie called The Wind Rises, which was a Studio Ghibli film. Wind Rises. What's that one about? It is about uh, air, uh, like an airplane designer, engineer, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, um, in Japan. Right around the time of World War Two. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's not what you would expect from an animated film. Yeah, hmm. but it actually was pretty interesting. Cool. Uh, give it a recommendation. Uh, yeah. Is that one Soft. streaming on Amazon? No. Do you know where you watched it? Uh, yeah, on DVD. On DVD. Okay. Mm, a lot I, of DVDs that I got that I got from a public library. Nice. Because <laughs> nice. that's about the only that's about the only place you can possibly find them unless you buy them, and I'm not going to buy them. I wonder yeah. if they have Trailer Park Boys there. No. Oh. No. As a matter of fact, I think that would go against library policy maybe i don't know um, nick did I you watch anything it. else this week i really didn't i rewatched some stuff but stand by me it's good it's a masterpiece it's fantastic stand by me yeah um which for me i mean if that's the end of what you watched yeah nick, um i know i watched half of stand by me with nick and then we went swimming and uh he resumed it later and i wasn't there uh, I've seen it before, obviously. Uh, there was something else Nick and I watched, and for the life of me, I cannot remember. I sometimes don't write it down. Other than that, uh, it was a very video game heavy week for Eric. Not mm-hmm. only was it playing uh, some PC games, new games you came do out. That now? What PC, PC game? games? No, yeah. you graduated to that. I oh forgot yeah, yeah. Something. I'll come when Eric's oh, nice. done. I'll True. come back. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of a lot of PC gaming, uh, playing a new Battle Royale. Yeah, I've been playing out. Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah, that's true. Steam. I do- I played a computer game for the first. He time. He downloaded what? Steam. Doki 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 Literature Club. Yeah. What is this? Oh. It's a dating simulator. What? Oh, that sounds like a really good use of Here's, time. <laughs> just so you guys understand the context, this game looks like a cutesy Japanese literature or um, Japanese dating, dating simulator. What it actually devolves into is one of the weirdest psychological horror things you've ever seen. It is 
bat crazy. Okay. This is a game? It's free on Steam. So I actually downloaded Steam. Well, I, I There's a YouTube channel I follow. I, I can't remember the name of him, but he, he investigates like weird stuff. And he did a video on that. And I was like, what is this? And he shows you, like, he gives you a brief glimpse of where the game is going to go. And it, it scared me enough that I was like, okay, I, I need to go check out uh, that. But this is a Netflix podcast. So let's get off video games. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nate, Eric, did you have anything else? Yeah, I watched some video games. It was E3 this right. week. Nick, it's going on currently. In fact, I'm, I'm missing some of my E3 right yes. now. Yes. So. What'd you watch? I forgot to tell you guys. I finished my uh, Planet of the Apes run. Oh. All right. I have now watched all the original Planet of the mm-hmm. Apes films. How'd you like that last oh. one? It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was real bad. <laughs> uh, all right. So here's my ranking. So there's Isn't that five. the one where it's like the police monkey? Yeah. Uh, police monkey? Isn't one of them about a police monkey? No man. Maybe that's the TV show. Did you, uh, did you no, know? I never, did a TV I show? never saw the TV show. It, think of yeah. that, except with lower production values. <laughs> All right, so here it goes. First one, good. Second one, weird. Not, not great. Very. I, I'll give I don't it points know what to for, say about the second one. Obviously. I'll give it points for trying to be original. Yeah. Uh, right out of the gate, I mean, people underground worshiping an atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, third one was awful. Wait, no, hold on. Third one was okay. Yeah, I was say I thought the third one was. And then the fourth okay. and fifth were yep. not great. Yeah, especially that fifth one. From what I the understand, fifth one, I think the fourth one was probably the worst. The mm-hmm. fifth one didn't make sense timeline wise at all, mm-hmm. but it wasn't as bad as the fourth one. I thought. Well, good thing we have the rebooted series, which has been incredible. Yes, yeah, yeah. with Mark Wahlberg. Abs- no, <laughs> <laughs> we oh. almost said absolutely. That was close. Oh. That would have been a good oh, clip. To I have. saw that movie in the theaters, man. Yo, um, the first, was, I'm glad I didn't Mark Wahlberg playing. So, uh, I think that, by that time, the Biggins had already talked me into not watching movies with Mark Wahlberg in it, and <laughs> I'm really, I really appreciate that. that Wait, the, that we watched another one, Jared, uh, back in the day. That that you saying that wasn't part of the series? Uh, what was it called? Playmate of the Apes or uh, Moving On? I think I think that was is that Moving the on. one? Okay, and they also next. Oh, that's not part no, of the series. I think that's it. It's not canon, is that? So the only thing I watched this week was uh, the Ma- monsters are on Maple Street. It's a it's one of the most famous best episodes of the Twilight Zone ever. Okay, it's one where the people on Maple Street all of their lights and power get turned off, and then what happens is they become convinced that someone on their street is an alien and. And what happens is certain people's power starts coming on. Okay. Their car will start and stuff like this. Oh, okay. It so it's not just like that chaos. power in their house is out. You know what it sounds like? No. It sounds like an alien version of, like, The Burbs. Yeah. I've never seen The Burbs. Really? Oh, what? yeah. And it's a great movie. Yeah, I've always heard Well, it. it's a funny movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't give it away. <laughs> I can't give it away, but I promise you the ending of, of that Twilight Zone episode is why that episode is as classic as it is. All right. Um, besides that, that, I think that's it, though. So why don't we uh, jump in and start talking about trading places? Okay, let's go. All right, the movie that Mikey picked for this week is from 1983. As we all know, that's the year that The Return of the Jedi came out. Uh, train places in the year I came out, and which one? Wait, 
<laughs> I didn't think that one through. Wait, they made that it, was born. Is 2018? No, uh, she said 83, not 93. No, oh, no wait. No. Ah, dang it. What in the world are you talking about? Uh, I was about? trying to make a birth joke, but it didn't work. Nick, can, I you, was do me, born. can you do me a favor, though? Too. Yeah. I can said you write down the time, out, but, the current time? Yeah. No, no relation, no reason. Dang it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. uh, it is currently holding an 86% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, directed by John Landis, who's famous for having killed uh, people in the Twilight Zone movie. Um, was that John Landis? I think it was. I don't know. I think it was. Uh, it also was made on a budget. I think it was $13 million and pulled a 90 Uh So successful film, uh, especially for its time. Let's go around and give our star ratings. I think this is about as solid of a four-star film as you get. Mikey? I'm going to go three. Three? Yeah, right. Where I oh, was really? I, I kind of figured this strange. was going to be four all around. Huh. Um, I thought it was well. Here, we'll we'll get into it. Let's talk about things that we do like. So, I obviously liked it more than than the rest of you guys. So, I'll, I'll start us off on this one. Then, um, I thought it was a delightful film. Uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, uh, their character introductions were really well done because Eddie Murphy's character is slimy, but he's that good kind of slimy, like the. Charming, slimy. Charming, slimy, yeah. yeah. And Dan Aykroyd's character, while annoying, is they don't ever show you anything that leads you to believe that he is a terrible person. He's more oblivious than yeah. terrible. And like, so, like, yeah. you do feel sorry. Not too sorry for him, but you do feel sorry for him. And you're also cheering for Eddie Murphy, but not, like, crazy, you know? I, I just mm. I thought their character development was really good. The other thing I noticed is how well-balanced it was. What I thought, and the, probably one of the reasons I never watched this movie, I was Wait, afraid... Wait, have you not seen this? No, oh, I, I'd okay. never seen this movie before. This is the first that time i seen it. That might be why your rating is higher. Yeah. We'll yeah. Get Here's the thing. Later. Mine, we'll get there too, but mine would have been higher back when I was younger. Yeah. I liked this movie a lot when I was a kid. All right. Well, the thing I was going to say is I thought it was really well done the way that they balanced the storylines. I thought what was going to happen is it was going to be... Just a mix, mix match of scene with him, scene with the other guy, scene back forth, back forth, back forth. And I thought that would be a frustrating way to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. They don't do that. They, there's good long chunks of story here. Yeah. Where they develop the characters, their situations, and stuff like that. Well, I, I don't know if I can find any of it believable, but yeah. Um, yeah. it is very funny yeah. that the way that it goes about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie is funny. Uh, it doesn't have any, I think, gut busters, but I was amused by the film the entire time I was watching it, uh, and it's conveniently well written. Um, you know, like yeah. like the monkey part to me is one of the like because uh, that's uh, that's John Belushi, isn't dude. It? Don't worry about why there's a monkey in the yeah. train. The, the <laughs> don't, don't worry that nobody can tell that that's a human being inside of a monkey <laughs> yeah. costume later. And and why he sits there at the end and doesn't say anything and just is okay with it. He's not. No, no, they, they taped, taped his mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah, they taped yeah. his yeah, mouth. They taped they his did, mouth. Did, yeah. Dude, this movie wasn't written uh, yeah, by idiots. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah. right. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, oh my god. Yeah, I just thought it was a solid film. Uh, Likable performances. By literally everybody, I, I, you know, even the uh, the two uh, old men who are the bad guys of this picture. You mean the two guys from the Muppets uh, stand-ins? Well, uh, 
Waldorf. Sattler and Waldorf. Yeah. Oh, I love those characters. Wait, those were supposed to be the bad guys? I was rooting for those guys the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were doing a social experiment. Yeah. And, you know. Play some bets. Yeah. You know, moving the economy, you know. Yeah, well, right. you know. Gentleman's bet. Yeah, gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> Who didn't know that was $1? I knew it was $1. I, I actually thought it was 50 Here's the thing. I can't reason, even I separate this anymore. I watched it several times when I was very young, mm-hmm. so I'll never know if I ever knew it was only one dollar or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I have to right. assume maybe. I, I we've got more, I'm sure, but we'll, why don't we go to Mikey? Mikey, three stars. I, mean, I will say that this was a it was a good movie. It was, I mean, it was fun to watch, but it wasn't really. I don't know. To me, it just wasn't really much to brag about. You know what I mean? Like it was. Uh, I had fun watching it, and uh, it's a good nostalgia trip. Yeah, you know, but I, yeah, I, but that's the thing. I, I don't See, know. Nostalgia I have, trips usually give you a higher score, which this is like lower than what we would have it is. given when we were younger. Uh well, yeah, I love. I mean, this I love this movie. When I was, yeah, kid. I love this movie. It was a, this might have been the nudity though, because when I watched this, I was really young. <laughs> oh, it might have had oh. something to do with that. I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I you was know. like 13, 14, probably. I think I was younger oh, than I that. I can see that. I watched that with the biggins at his mom's house, like hey. eight, nine years old, probably. All, all of us at this table would probably agree if if all of us could confirm that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is a she's a she's a nice uh, she's a she's a good looking lady in this. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't pay attention. To that oh, don't oh, notice. No, no, of course uh, not. Hi, Christy. Yeah. I'm sure that didn't affect. I'm sure that had nothing to do with the casting, though. Like you know, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that yeah, that was just random coincidence. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem yeah. like that was the sole reason that she was cast. But you know, yeah. all right, Nick. Redeeming qualities for the film. I have to say, I'm on board with Mikey. Me and Mikey are in complete agreement. Uh, to me, this is a funny movie. It's not as funny as I remembered it being, mm-hmm. but it's funny. Um, it's I thought not stuff bad. was clever, but I again, I don't think I yeah. laughed out loud once. Right, when I was like watching the movie. Even like I felt like there were some moments when Eddie Murphy was supposed to be delivering that, mm-hmm. where it just kind of wasn't all that much. Funny you know to me. what's interesting about the Eddie Murphy performance? Yeah. He is playing the Eddie Murphy that we know early on. Oh yeah, eighties. Yeah. And then the problem with the arc of his, uh, <laughs> like that, the arc of his character, yeah. is it becomes less funny as the movie goes on. Yeah, the more uh, domesticated. Normal. I don't know what yeah. you call it. Civilized. Serious. I don't even happen. know what you call it. I don't know. You know, when we meet him, he's begging. And faking that he can't that scene walk. is pretty funny. And the that limo scene, yeah. line about the Wait. limos and all that. I, and then he shows <laughs> that part when the cops bust him. Uh, that part is probably yeah. the funniest scene yeah. in the movie. Actually, I do like that. but yeah, he mm-hmm. just becomes less like. If you go out and get Eddie Murphy, you're going to use Eddie Murphy for what he's best at. Which is, this movie which is stops capitalizing on this almost immediately. The last yeah. time that he's the Eddie Murphy character that I know and love is that scene when he breaks the vase. After yeah. that. I think he kind of disappears. Right. Which that is one of those moments that again, it's not you're not gonna like die laughing. But that that moment whenever they you know they say that like yeah you just made him made him fifteen thousand yeah. dollars and he goes you want me to break some more stuff and then the, how fast everyone was no no no, no. Like, the way they reach in it's like that that part makes me chuckle but I mean it's not really a, a belly laugh um, and there's so many of those like I said in the in the film there, there's so many of those moments that. I don't know. Like I, I must have just thought this movie was hilarious as a kid, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm just saying we'll get into there in the negatives. But the more you know about the way the world works and the way that like finances work yes. and things like that, the less hilarious. 
it, it's like this is a movie made I for children. I try not to worry about but that. But not for children. Yeah. I don't know. Like It does. I mean, again, if even cursory knowledge about how markets work. Yeah. This it's movie kinda, does not. But it's uh, kind of hard Everything not I to. know about the stock market, I learned from this movie. Oh, so. no. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, not sure. Can you wait? Is it possible? Because I'm not even sure. Because I, I was, I, I didn't know this was an accurate. All my money in pork bellies. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> can you, can you invest in stuff that's not orange you juice can, and pork uh, bellies? Yeah. Oh, I forgot orange juice. Oh Idiot. man, you, you need an Australian sheep. Corner of the, the breakfast market. No, you need to diversify your portfolio, man. You got to get in the OJ too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OJ never lets you down. And natural <laughs> gas. Isn't that what they said back then? Natural gas. Yeah. Yep, that that's one I remembered. Yes, and pork bellies. Oh, man. All right, guys. What else do we have to say that's good about this movie? Um, it's uh, good. It's just not great, I guess. Uh, I mean, the I the concept. It's just fun. I would yeah. say the concept is you, you. there's a lot of swapping uh, places kind of movies. Yeah. Some of them are literally swapping bodies. You know, you look back at the, the amount of comedies that there are where people swap, swap places. Mm-hmm. This is really the movie. I mean, yes, some people will do like different versions of what, like, you know, there's what like Freaky Friday or something, and then there's the, um, what's the movie where the two twins swap? But they, it's, I mean, guys, our last you movie, know, you know, what I'm talking about the Parent Trap. Parent oh trap. yeah, yeah. Do they swap? Don't they swap at some? Yeah, they swap. Kid, they swap. They, switch each I don't other. Even, yeah, I've, never, twins, seen, I've never seen any version of that movie. They're twins, and uh, they one was raised by a mother, one was raised by the father, and yeah. they go live as the other person. Oh, they, okay. they pretend That's to be weird. there. So okay. I'm because they want to get their parents together. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying, there, there's a lot of movies that are like known think, as classics I don't, for I've that. I've never seen it. This is really the movie when you want to you think about classic the, like Face Off. Oh yeah! Oh, oh my gosh! I forgot we off? just did a. I forgot we just did a box. Yeah. Uh, we just did a classic. Um, yeah. I will say that I thought this time watching this movie that like the performance of Eddie Murphy, like when he's getting mad like at people, mm-hmm. and like you realize that the party and money is yeah. not what he realized. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought this time like there's probably some truth in that for Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. it seemed like he was drawing from his own life. Um, a like there. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, don't few... you remember Charlie Murphy's Real Hollywood Stories? <laughs> I do, Come actually, on now. Yeah. Rick James. There, there was a few <laughs> uh, stories from Eddie Murphy's real life with some parties <laughs> going on that I'm pretty sure went down that same way. You could, yes. Like I said, that looked a little too real. Um, Which might have been influenced by what John Landis knew about what was going on with Eddie Murphy. Right, very sure. possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think Dan Aykroyd could get overlooked in this mix. Um, he does an admirable job Dude, with the character. I'll like say this: that. as ridiculous mm. as it is, literally just thinking about the accent that he has Ugh. is so. I know it's Ugh. so like it's How about so the way he sleeps. Good. I love the oh, way he sleeps. Gosh. He's got the he's got a very spe- specific sleep position that he's in. Yeah. Uh, every time you see him, he's just he's, he's just so dainty. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like I don't even know how to explain it. Um, I, so that that clear, like you know, clearly he's doing an affection, like that 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 accent that he has is so specific, but yeah. yet it never got old. I don't know. It made me instantly want to punch him in yes. the face. Yes, and yeah. that's that's the point. Is it? Yeah, because that's the thing. You want him like, to get. You, they create a character who's not evil, but a character you really desire to see get brought down like, a peg or two. Want, like like when you see him step off a curb, you don't want to see him get hit by a car, but you do want to see him step in a puddle. Yeah. Like that's the kind of guy that this is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I think that. So like I said, so for a movie that has you know, there's been a lot of movies in this style in this genre. This is really the defining one to me. When people talk about literally trading places movies, mm-hmm. this is the one they point to and. That tells you, even if it doesn't hold up as much, in my opinion, now, 
This movie is considered a classic. The yeah. reason I saw this so many times as a kid, obviously parts were cut out of this, words were bleeped, um, many words apparently when you like watch it now. Uh, I'm just saying words were bleeped, uh, obviously some uh, nudity was cut out, cut out yeah. but this movie was shown a lot on TV. Oh yeah. I, I did not have a, a tape of this movie. I, this was something well, I watched cousin on did. TV He recorded it off of like HBO or something. It's a very crowd-pleasing movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's a. I mean, I think it is a good story. I mean, they really did do a good job with the Look story. Look at all the yeah. side people so. too that like you reckon. Like even if they don't have big parts, you mm-hmm. recognize. You got a ton of people. Yeah. John Belushi. <laughs> did you 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 noticed uh, Giancarlo Esposito? Right. Did you see Al? What about Al Franken? Did you see him yeah, in there? I saw him in the credits. I didn't know who he was. In he was the, one the, of the, the really dumb uh, airport guys. Airport guys that the two guys that are. Just bumbling with the luggage. Apparently, and stuff. that's yeah. an SNL skit or something that they did. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And they just carried over know. into the the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. No, Giancarlo Esposito is. Uh, Which, by the way, that's the Chicken Man from Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's uh, the the guy from El Polo Loco, or mm-hmm. not El Polo Loco. What's it? Uh, El Polo Hermanos. El Polo. Yeah, I was like, that's an actual restaurant. Uh, it's Poyos, by the way. Yeah, Poyos. Yeah. So in the scene where he's in jail and he's pretending to be uh, the you know martial arts man, mm-hmm. the one guy that's up against the bars, that's uh, that's him. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. I'm just saying, there's a I lot of people that were jive turkey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but one of the I don't know if this is a benefit to the movie. I mean, if you enjoy anything in a movie, then it is what it is. Um, one of my favorite things about this movie was what, looking at New York in the eighties. Like they're oh, yeah. they're in a lot of Philadelphia like, though. You don't get to film in those spots without spending some money. Philadelphia, though. Wait, no. What are you talking? Don't about? you remember Rocky at the very beginning? They had the statue of Rocky. It's Philadelphia. That's not Philadelphia. They're More in bad. New York. Look it up. Oh wait, are you talking about when they go to this exchange? Um, where's the New York? Mikey, the whole exchange? movie is in it's New not York. Not the whole movie. Okay. Only the end. The very end is New York. I get. I will bet. I will bet you any amount of money. I didn't pay enough attention. Is that true? I don't know. I will, it I makes will sense. bet you any amount of money. They go from Philadelphia I'll to New this. York because at the beginning of we're the movie, we're not from New York you have that or Rocky Philadelphia. Statue. And the Rocky statues in Philadelphia. We're not from New York or Philadelphia, but they show a lot of landmarks in the in the opening shot. I mean, think and of how long Rocky the opening shot with them. all the fish oh, markets in. and everything is. I'm just saying. Don't don't hold it against us that we can't tell the difference. It's because uh, you know it just looks. Well, like I a, thought the same thing. Philadelphia. I was gonna say yeah. it would not shock me if it's hmm. Philadelphia. It was Philadelphia Police Department too. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, that, but they well, do they, go to the New York Stock Exchange. They take the train. Take you down a. Yeah. Take you down a. Well, a I mean, star it, or it was enjoible to yeah. see. Well, yeah, well, either well, it's, it's still very, old. Yeah, he's like so iconic. All these landmarks. That well, I know. Very, well, they're still very, iconic. It's just Philadelphia, not New York. But yeah, you know. 80 it's a very 80s theme for a movie mm-hmm. too yeah. yeah all right guys so let's get into things that we don't like um to me the thing that i noticed and it got especially worse as the movie went on um the movie doesn't even try to be fair at all mm-hmm. um what? It, it wraps up in such can be like if you don't know that they are straw man villains, oh straw man to the to the T. Oh yeah, not yeah. that, but they they They're make them ru- the use movie. racial slurs uh, <laughs> on purpose just so that if yeah. it, for any reason you were not aware that these guys need to be taken down, that you know here it is. There's my ride, guys. We'll see you later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hope you could hear those. I don't know if you, you probably. Didn't I don't know. It just it just seemed to me like there wasn't a lot of um, challenging ideas in the movie. Uh, the other thing I would say is I I like Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she's good in the film. I do not buy 
one bit the love story that's brewing here. Yeah, There's nothing it, about uh, Dan Aykroyd's character that tells me that that woman would latch on to him and form and, some kind of a bond. But and it be a legit like she is a caring like she is caring or mm-hmm. she is doing like if the if the reveal is that she's scamming him or whatever and mm-hmm. like you know Dan Aykroyd learned some life lesson or something at the end it would make more sense because it doesn't when you watch it it does not feel that's not how two people yeah. if she knew him prior for some reason something like that like i needed when there's that scene when she tra- she gets in bed and cuddles with him i was just like I'm sorry. There's n- I've seen you, nothing you mean that the, 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 makes this an earned moment. Basically, a scene just to have an excuse to have her take her shirt off again and, and do that. <laughs> I didn't notice. Didn't that. notice. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Hi, Christy. Uh-huh. Is that what happened? I yeah. didn't notice. The, um, yeah, I think the whole thing is based off of her just feeling bad for him. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. yeah. It's it's weird. It. It's not. Yeah, it's not realistic at all to what like a it, relationship. It seems to me, and it, this is guys. This is Jared completely guessing. It strikes me that somebody wrote this script, and then a studio was like, "We need a female character," and then her character was thought up secondary. There's she doesn't do anything in this movie that makes her character necessary. Well, here's what's here's what's odd. Money. Her money. Here's what's odd. You have two hero characters, and you only have one hero relationship. Like, mm-hmm. like if you had a romantic interest that was going on with. Um, Eddie Murphy's character, and then you had a romantic interest that's going yeah. on with Dan Aykroyd's character. Like, it would make a lot of sense. It literally just looked like the the since the beginning of the movie is them taking away things from characters, and the resolution of the movie is them getting their comeuppance and getting one over on the other guys. Mm. If he loses, even if it's not a good relationship, because obviously that wasn't the best relationship uh, initially that he was in. But in, in Dan Eckerd's mind at the time, it was, and he felt like he was wronged, and he, you know, he lost, um, you know, his fiance. Now, I guess I don't know who I'm just the saying chick from a writing his fiance, but yeah. she's wonderful in this yeah. movie. She plays that um, upper crust girl oh, when she's sitting on the bench. So funny when yeah. she's sitting on the bench, and yeah. that is that your purse, and that older <laughs> that older version of oh. Mikey sits down next to her. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, uh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know I'm just saying that that was that was great but yeah I I literally think it's it must have just been that they wanted to show him getting stuff taken away from him but they wanted him to be the victor in the end and so mm-hmm. they needed to give him something to replace that with like I guess they didn't want him to be single at the end and feel like you know he lost something I yeah because I you know when I was watching the movie it, I didn't feel too bad for him at any point except for um. You know, having his job taken away and stuff like that, having his ha- having his uh, girl stripped from him, where she thinks he's a complete scumbag, that's a that's a little bit more on the harsh level for me. Um, Do you like too that whenever they they say like, well, you know, we've done it before, like oh, this time will actually be for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Like when they they it just makes you go like, I want to see the movie of the stuff that was not for them doing it as a joke. Like, mm. well, how many lives have these has this Randolph and Mortimer Duke character ruined? It sounds like quite a bit. Yeah. I love, too, uh, one of my favorite lines is, Mom always said you were greedy. Yeah, but she meant it as a compliment. And that was one of my favorites, actually. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a that's the writer. I, I've talked before about that declaration statement thing. Yeah. That, to me, was that It one. says a lot about their upbringing. Absolutely. Yeah. Who they are, their relationship to each other, their personalities, how they see the world, how they interact with it. That one little joke carries a lot of weight. You know what I like, too, is 
there, I, I'm not going to say that there's a lot of smart writing in this movie because this movie is very the the concept is great, but the you know the the actual writing of it, a lot of it is very dumbed down. Uh-huh. Um, one thing that I thought was real smart at the beginning too is when you're going to set up for for the average person there is there's two levels there i mean three levels i guess there would be dirt poor mm-hmm. that that people can wrap their minds around even if they don't live it they can they can kind of understand what dirt poor looks like there's middle class and then there's rich they manage to very quickly separate rich and the extravagantly rich mm-hmm. so you first see Dan Aykroyd and you see his house, you see all this, and you see his butler and all these amazing things that his butler does for him. And as, as impressive as that is, the very next scene is they go, they show a bigger house. They don't spend much time there. They don't, they don't have to drag that part of the scene out. They show a much bigger house, and instead of the one servant, the one butler that does everything, they show like how how many servants were there at that beginning when they all saying hi to him. Yeah, as they walk by, mm-hmm. that quick little thing just to show you whatever you thought about how rich that man is, he is nothing compared to these men. I thought that was a real quick good way to just set up characters. Yeah, and his butler Dan Aykroyd's butler was Marcus uh, Brody from Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. Um, Marcus Brody. Sir. To be honest. He is one of my favorite characters in this movie. Yeah, because the, there's not a lot of stuff I would say I would qualify as good acting. Some of the stuff where he, f- you can tell he feels bad, <laughs> or he still doesn't like Dan Aykroyd, but he knows he's being wronged. Yeah, and the there's a like the, there's one moment like when uh, Dan Aykroyd knocks on the door, mm-hmm. right, and yeah. he ignores him at the door. He's 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 playing his part so perfectly well that he has nothing to do whatever. And there is the quickest moment of when he closes that door, mm-hmm. this look of shame yep. on his yeah, face as he too. closes the door. I thought that it's was a good moment. It was great acting. Man. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. my personal favorite moment with that character was the um when Dan Aykroyd's girlfriend is excited by the fact that he was uh accosted and the way that she whispers that she wants him, the little way that he tries to not react to yeah. how yeah. stupid they are <laughs> yeah. is so good, man. I love that. All right, guys, let's get into things that we don't like about the movie, which we I think we already actually were trying to transition to that. Uh, Mikey, why don't you start us off? This seems to be a film that was high high up in your book and has taken uh, a hit from you. I think it's... I th- I just think it's dated. I think it was just a little more dated than I remembered. I mean, I, well, it's were, access of information, man. Here's the thing: I don't think if I don't think right now I would think that movie was smart if I watched it with it as a kid. You know oh, what I'm saying? Right. I'm just saying. But my my what I'm saying is right now, even if you're a kid and you don't know that stuff, right? We know so much more about things that you would never know about because of the internet. Yeah. The ability to learn about topics that you have no way to know about is so much greater now than it ever was that it really highlights when 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 movies are playing off of well the only thing people know about the stock market is what they've already seen in movies mm-hmm. um it it's a lot easier to do some like as we always say hand wavy them on that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. and and just give the the tidbits and not really have to get a good skeletal structure there and when you, do you mean that uh, I'm just saying TV not, broadcasts in the 1980s weren't uh, leading off the top of the news hour uh, talking about the incoming uh, prices of orange juice? Oh, 
It's I'm just <laughs> that part just blew me away. I was like, there's no way that anybody buys that. That is the writers trying to set up. I'm just a saying finale this is this clearly a movie that is aimed at people. This is not. This movie is not aimed at people that work at the stock market. This is, this is aimed at people that that go, oh, that stock market thing. I know what that is. That's where they do this, right? Yeah, we just know so much more about how that stuff works now, and I. And it's not that like I'm being bombarded with that. It's just we that we have such a greater access to information that it really highlights. You just can't get away with dumbing down a movie as much anymore. Because it, it, here's the thing: I'm not saying we would do that, but if you're not sure, you'd go. Is that how that works? Like, I don't think that's how that works, and you could look it up right away. It, when you live in a time where that's not the case, they got away with a lot more. It really stands out right now. Uh, granted, a lot of that was... I wonder how much people were already thinking that, and it was just because we were kids. It could have been part of that. That could have factored into it, too, where I just knew so little about the way the world works. I just think this is such a crowd-pleaser movie yeah. that the standards aren't uh, high for a movie so like this. So, not only does that cause a situation where you can... Um, basically give untrue information and not have your have your movie called down on it it leads to the other problem which i think is one of my biggest complaints with this movie the fact that people have so little knowledge about how everything works mm-hmm. they choose to constantly verbalize situations that would never be verbalized between two people yeah. to explain to the audience what is going on yeah. The amount of times you that have to explain Randolph and Mortimer just mm-hmm. explain, well, then if we do this, then we'll make money. Well, if we do this, then this will happen. I like uh, the the scene when Eddie Murphy finally figures out what's going on. It is literally because two characters who know exactly <laughs> yes. what's going on decide to go into a bathroom and reiterate their, everything in a very clear, yeah. concise way. <laughs> yes, their evil plan that uh, past, he checked, the, and he checked though to make sure nobody was listening. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, I I did not believe that that man would get on the bathroom floor. That's true. Mm, I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's 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 a double edged sword, and it it really really hurt this movie, in my opinion. Yep. So. Nick, what about you, sir? Um, you know, it's just. N- I, it's just not that funny. Like, it's yeah. funny, but it's just not that funny. Not as funny as you remember, uh, probably. Well, yeah, maybe that's probably it. Like I said, I think that might have something to do with Jared's score being higher. Uh. Um, also, it's just kind of like plot-wise, again, it might be because I know the movie already, but it's mm. just like, it's kind of not that much there. I mean, you have guys switch, and they see the other side of the world, and they get revenge. It's very simple. Um, yeah. It's kind of one of those things, if you're going to write, like, give me your first pitch on this idea, this movie follows the progression line yeah, Maybe perfectly. that's it. I feel like almost anybody could have written this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably could have sat down if you were like, we want a movie where a rich guy becomes poor and a poor guy becomes rich. I could have probably written this plot. This Jared, love, mm-hmm. um, Jared, this movie is two hours long. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the moment where this happens. I know I paused this movie a half hour in to go do something, and the thought occurred to me, that we were a quarter of the way through the movie, and they were still doing setup and hadn't even done the switch yet. Yeah, like the amount of setup this movie has is good in some points, but it's 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 ridiculous, man. Like it it, it does seem to take its time. Well, here's the problem: you do that, and you overly set up the beginning, and then some of the important stuff that you should take your time with, they just completely glaze over. Even though it's fun, it is fun to watch. Uh, hooligan, uh, you know, Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. and then refined Eddie Murphy, right? To see those two characters. 
the switch, how fast he goes from hooligan yes. to refined and knows information about how the, the stock market works, like everything, and can and give he's a, good and advice. He's a genius at it too. Is literally the one of the most. I, I yeah. mean, it's like there's fantasy movies that have like more believable scenes in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I did. I thought that. Dan Aykroyd's progression downward seemed to be a little bit yes. more evenly yes. uh, progressed. Um, Eddie Murphy's was uh, pretty close to complete nuts, and then all of a sudden, just a flip refined. of a light switch. Yeah. yeah, it's weird that you said that. Another thing I was going to say about what I what I don't really like about this movie is any our um, Dan Aykroyd goes awfully fast from rich guy to drunk homeless Santa Claus. <laughs> Do uh, I do I buy the progression? I mean, no, but yeah. there is there is a lot more steps along. Yeah, the maybe way. it's not that it's even that fast. It's like it's a little ridiculous how far down he goes. Mm-hmm. It's like I lost my money, he, so he, what I'm going to do is be the absolute. By the way, lowest of the he low. He puts a gun to his head and pulls the trigger. Yeah, in which, this movie, yeah. <laughs> that I buy more than just becoming a homeless alcoholic who wanders around being crazy. Yeah. First off, he got into that party, and then he was able to wave a gun at everybody, and yeah. then was able to just kind of walk. I, out. I'll say this: yeah, like no one. Yeah, well, you could do that back from. in '83, man. Yeah, you think so? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That is. I don't know about that. But. <laughs> that is one that made me laugh, though, is when he's sitting on that subway. What was that? that was that a pick of a, a salmon? I think it was like, fish of some dude, form. when yeah. he pulls that thing out and he gets caught in his that beard. To be honest, I identified with it a little bit uh, in my current situation. But uh, I've, never, you, hippie. I've never pulled a giant piece of salmon out of my coat and, yep. and eating on a, on, a, like a, on a bus or I thought on that was a train. Funny. Yeah, I thought that scene oh, was pretty Yikes, and that made me laugh. Nick, any other uh, things you want no, to highlight? No, I think that's it. Eric, what about for you, sir? Anything else? Nah, it's just d- doesn't hold up to my memory. All right. Well, I- I'm glad that you picked it. It's always a movie that's been on that I should probably get around to at some point. Oh, it's um, still I enjoyed a movie. it. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, let's close the book on Trading Places. It's my pick for next week. Uh, I don't know much about this movie. This is one of those picks that I'm going in blind because I want to watch this movie this week. That's why it's being picked. There's a Netflix original. I don't know if you guys have even heard of it. It's called The Ritual. Yes. Um, I I think it's horror. This is the even camping that, one. Yes. Yeah. We watched I'm not even trailer. sure if it's horror. I think it's horror. Mm. So we'll see. It's an hour and 34 minutes if it's bad. It definitely right. looks like horror. So. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about it. It's just one of those movies I wanted to watch this week, and I was like, all right, well, I'll pick it up for queue it up. So, guys, we will be watching The Ritual next week. And talking about it, and until then, cue it up. Yeah, we do. <laughs>